Welcome to today's Premier Experts, your one-stop shop to find industry experts in a variety of niches. My name is Ray Perez, and I'm a global branding expert. I travel the world speaking to entrepreneurs and business owners, and we've created this show to take advantage of their wealth of knowledge. I interview experts across different fields to learn what has made them become successful. When you interview people from a wide range of industries, those points of views brought together can create massive success for your business. Welcome to today's Premier Experts. I'm your host, Ray Perez, and today's special guest is Socrates Zayas, who is a marketing professional and podcast host. But before we get into the interview, we have a special segment called Million Dollar Mindset. This is where we get the opportunity to ask high-level CEOs what it takes to reach seven figures and beyond. Check it out. Hello, I'm Nadine Chino. I'm an impact inventor. I'm the co-founder and co-inventor of Tiger Box Systems. Tiger Box is a reusable plastic box and dolly moving system rented to companies when they're moving, helping them reduce their cost of moving by 30% and eliminate 100% waste to landfill because no trees are cut down and no waste is created. To date, we've eliminated over a billion pounds of cardboard from clogging landfills and we've saved over 100 million trees from being destroyed. When I first left my other job to start Tiger Box, there was a lot that I didn't know I didn't know. We made very costly mistakes that set us back financially and on our timeline, which we had to overcome, really with just wits and sheer, sometimes just sheer good luck, which is not really the best way to launch a company. To the extent that you can prepare yourself for getting into the venture you plan to get into, even if it's something you've never been in before, read up on it and get some experience creating a business model that you believe will succeed in that marketplace. The other side of that, though, is the danger of sometimes you put too many numbers together, sometimes you analyze it too much, and then you don't do what you really want to do where your passion and your heart lies. And so I don't know where to find the balance. All I know is at the end of the day, I would describe myself as that type of entrepreneur that jumped off a cliff and built her wings on the way down. Some of the habits I had to change was the mindset of if you want it done right, do it yourself. That was probably the biggest Achilles heel that I didn't know was hurting me and holding me back as a leader. And when I finally understood that the only possible way to scale a business is to bring in people who are smarter than me and entrust them to do what they do best and give them free reign and stop overthinking their, what they're thinking, right? Just let them run with it and give them space. They need space to fail. They need space to prove themselves. They need space to create value for your company. So it's a process. And at the end of the day, the reason you really want to invest in the right people, whether or not they have the specific skill set you need, is because their core values aligned with your core values will create a strong team. We always look at setbacks and challenges as just that. They are learning opportunities. We look at ourselves, we're accountable for everything. The only reason this is in my life is because I created it. So now how do I work with that accountability? And all I can say is, if there's something I didn't know I didn't know, then how is it that I'm gonna use this as a learning experience? If it's something that is a mistake that I made in the past that I repeated, I need to ask myself, what has me behaving in a repetitive manner that I already know is unproductive? 
Am I trying to self-sabotage my success? What are the reasons for that? So it's really always about a self-examination after any event to help me understand what it is that I need to do differently so that I can grow. And I can grow my team and my business. Welcome to Brand in Two Days, the ultimate branding experience that will make you a celebrity in your industry in only two days. What I like best about Brand in Two Days is being able to intermingle with so many experts in whatever their specific spaces are. The fact that I literally went from not knowing what direction to go in, how to present myself, I mean I was just completely lost and now I'm focused and I'm very clear about what I need to do and that's life changing for me. A Brand in Two Days is amazing because you literally brand in two days. So there's none of this back and forth. It was just such a gift to be able to actually get it done there. The whole experience of being with business owners and entrepreneurs. And it's not just the education. You walk away with actual branding material, photography, videography, your own 360 site. The types of people that can benefit from Branding Two Days are people like authors, consultants, speakers. Anyone who is really the face of their business. Anyone that's in the coaching industry. And really anyone who wants to build a strong presence on social media. To learn more, visit brandin2days.com. He is the founder of SockTalks.com and author of Socrates Level Marketing, Ignite Passion. Born in Cuba, he immigrated with his parents as a child. Years later, he served as a Marine and trained as a helicopter mechanic. As a civilian, he became a geneticist. Although he was involved in the groundbreaking Human Genome Project, he left his career in science for a lucrative opportunity in corporate IT. But after 13 years, he changed his career again when he discovered the model of true financial freedom, network marketing. He created a system that balances time, money, and health using the fundamentals of multi-level marketing. So let's dive right into the interview with our special guest, Socrates Zayas. Welcome to the show, Socrates. How you doing? I'm loving it, man. Thank you so much for having me. Well, thank you for being here. And let me just say, that bow tie, my friend, is making you look almost as amazing as that kilt you're wearing. <laughs> and for, for the audience out there, if you can't see it, would you mind just standing up for just one second? Sure, one second. And I just, I just need you guys to see this. This is a full-blown setup, full kilt, with a kilt pin and the whole nine yards. This is amazing. For, this is the first time on the show. So thank you so much once again. Thanks for, for dressing up for me, I appreciate it. Absolutely. So Sock, please uh, uh, give a little bit of background story to our, our audience. Let them know a little bit about who you are and how you got to where you're at today. Oh man, you know, uh, I'm not as young as I look. I'm actually uh, half a century old. So I've had a couple different uh, careers in my life. You know, I started out as a, a uh, in the military, so gave the military, uh, you know, six years of my life. What branch of the military? The Marine Corps. Marines. Yeah. Wow. So the Marine Corps. Thank you so much. And uh, from that, uh, you know, came out, decided I wanted to do something with my mind. Uh, became a biochemist. So I was a biochemist for a while. Worked on the Human Genome Project as well as uh, infectious diseases. A company out of uh, uh, Tampa called the, the Tampa Bay Research Institute. So did that for a little bit. Um, you know, it was tough on the money because we, you know, we're talking about. Uh, you know, uh, this is the 90s, you know, and uh, the thing that was happening in the 90s was IT. So I was always kind of like an IT nerd. Uh, so my mom kind of whispered in my ear, hey, you might, might want to look at, you know, doing something in computers. And I was like, there's no money in computers, <laughs> right? So uh, funny, I, you know, I took a little uh, 
master's program. Even already had a PhD, I went back, did a master's program. I uh, got that in IT and uh, literally 10 months later when I got that, that degree, I was making four times as much as I was making in, in, in science and software. I mean, wow. in, uh, in, in, as a scientist in software. And uh, you know, did that for about 14, 15 years. And uh, you know, it sounds great when you have a, you know, a great job until you're no longer necessary <laughs> to that job, right? When you become, uh, when you become a, a liability to the company for, you know, f at the level that you're at. So, you know, 14 years down the road, company decides they don't want you anymore. They dismiss you, they send you a check, say, they don't even say thank you, and then you're done. What do you do, right? Wow. So um, that led into the industries, uh, the different industries that I do today, uh, have, you know, multiple different uh, streams of income that I, uh, that I work with. But for the, for the most part, uh, it's all based around business and uh, marketing and things like that. So done that now for, uh, professionally, now for 10 years. Uh, not professionally for 15, you know, about 15, 20 years. I kind of started dabbling in it before that because I saw that things were changing. And I needed to find something on the side, you know. So uh, you know, looked at real estate and other things, but at the time, real estate was so expensive. With, you know, again, we're talking 2005, right? Yep. And sure enough, 2008, you know, the bottom came out. Actually, I was laid off in 2008 as well. So during all that, I was laid off, lost my house, lost my cars, you know, lost everything. In 2009, 2010. So if it wasn't for um, a little bit of residual income that I was getting from a particular company that I had been with for about eight years, um, I, I wouldn't have understood the value of having residual income. In fact, everybody here, if you don't have some passive income or some residual income right now, I go, you're in danger of, of losing it all. And if you knew the power of residual income, you, you would actually eat through concrete and steel with your bare teeth to get to it. Hmm. You would. So for me, when I had that re realization, uh, it was really simple to, uh, to say, well, I need more of this in my life. So from that point on, it was just, how do I build more residual, more residual, more residual, more residual? Because if something happens to me as well, you know, as long as you have a living will, all that gets passed down to your family. So it's, you yep. know, you're also creating a legacy. So, uh, and that's what we'll talk about today. And so you, you work with multiple different companies, multiple different businesses, yeah. and in different ways, correct? So right. kind of share a little bit about that. Yeah, so, uh, you know, you have to, you, you, in business, you have to wear different hats, right? And um, there's, there's a marketing component to anything that you do, right? It, it, regardless of whether you say you don't want to be a salesperson or not, you are sell, a salesperson. If you're married today, guess what? You sold yourself, otherwise you wouldn't be married today, right? Um, you know, if, uh, if, you, if you got a, a pet and you love your pet, guess what? You know, somebody sold you on that pet, right? That didn't just happen. You went and you got sold on it. Um, your relationships with people that you have uh, around you consistently, you had to sell yourself to these people. They didn't just allow you in their circle of influence. So, you know, I had to learn that, right? And I had to find better ways of doing it than, than they were existing at the time. So that's one, one, one hat that you wear. The other hat is, you know, the parental hat. Right, you have to grow people. You know, you have to, or I call it the the farming hat. You, know, you have to plant seeds. You got to water it. I love Les Brown's uh, a bamboo uh, share that he shared about the Asian bamboo. It takes five years to grow this bamboo. You know, you could be watering the bamboo consistently. Guess what? Your neighbors think you're crazy, right? You know, you're going on year two, year three. You know, people are like, hey, what are you doing? It's like, well, I'm, I'm watering a bamboo. It's like, well, man, it's been like three years. You, maybe you should stop, you know, watering it. But you know what's going to happen, right? So you keep watering, keep watering, keep watering. And then all of a sudden, year five, it takes five weeks for that thing to go 60 feet, right? So the question he proposes is, did it take five years to grow that bamboo or did it take five weeks to grow the bamboo? 
Wow, because you've been watering it for five years. Right, but only people saw it only for, four, for five weeks, right? So that's, that's where you get the concept of overnight successes, right? There's people that are overnight successes like Gary Vee, uh, Grant Cardone, but guess what? They're 26 year overnight success. Oh yeah. You know, they're 40 year oh, overnight yeah. success. So um, when you see somebody with a nice car and they're young or whatever, you know, it didn't just happen overnight. Yes, are there stories of the, of of the, of the you know, incredible kid that created Facebook and whatever, but guess what? Facebook is also now how many years old, yeah. right? So you're going on 14, 15 years of this, of, this, of this particular product that they're selling. It's not new, it's not an overnight success thing. It may be for you because you, you just got an account right now, but it, it isn't for, for the industry. Mm -hmm. So um, that's another hat. The, then, and then you have the, the, the marketing hat as well. Because believe me, sales and marketing are two different things, right? When you pick up a phone call and you're prospecting somebody, that's how you bring money in, right? Marketing is a speculation, right? You, you, you say, you know what, I'm gonna put this out there and if somebody is, is, is attracted to it, if I put it out there enough, somebody's gonna be attracted to it, maybe six months down the road, I'll have a business based on this. Maybe, right, maybe. Okay, and, and you have to change that consistently. You have to be on top and fresh on top of that. That in itself is a totally different mindset, you know, when it comes to sales and marketing, right? Yep. It's two different things. Um, and, and then other little things, I got a brick and mortar as well that I do because I, I, I like to, to go to, to a place as well. You know, and it adds, it adds authenticity to, to you as an individual and you know, he's got also a business. So I do that. So know. share a little bit about that because I had the opportunity to be your guest at, at, at that brick and mortar business. Share yeah. a little bit about it. So it's a hang gliding business, right? And it's, uh, we, got, we have the second largest school in the United States. Um, some some would, would actually argue that we have the largest school in the United States, right? Uh, it's over seven figures. Uh, it's produced by that school. That's where we fly a lot of people. A lot of dreams uh, of flight happen there. Uh, we're, we're an innovation school, which means that we create things in that school that, that are used in the, in the rest of the industry, like the, 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 the system of, uh, that you landed on, the, the wheel system, right? That caddy You guys system. created that? Yeah, we created that, okay? Um, wow. Uh, we made it, and, and, we, and we perfected it. We made it where it's safer and safer and safer, right? Uh, that that uh, the harness, the way you lay it down, that's above and below, right? Other places you go is side by side. Right? So the problem that you have with that is that people that are afraid of heights have an issue with that when side by side, they become claustrophobic, right? Yeah. As opposed to being where you were at, where you get the sensation. First of all, you know you're not alone because you see the person right below you. Second of all, you've got control and it's an illusion it of control. so much nicer. It's so much yeah. nicer, you know, when you're, and uh, for, for instructing the, the, the person, you're, from, from day one, when you're teaching somebody how to fly, they're in the right position. They're in the right position, they're, they, you know, the, the muscle memory that they're getting, it's like everything, it's like in business, right? If you have a system that's in place, yep. Right, you can you can accelerate people's uh, learning curve. Learning curve, you know. And and to be honest, it was it, that's probably one of my best experiences I've ever had. And and you know, I, I love speed. I love adrenaline. I've done skydiving, scuba diving, racing cars and motorcycles. But my favorite thing so far in the air has been hang gliding Thank because you. it's really you're really flying. You are flying, and we were still able to chat up there, and then we were able to do the barrel rolls, and we were able to like. And some people might ask, in Florida, there's no cliff to jump off. How, how do you get the hang glide up there? We've been in this business for 35 years. Wow. Okay? So it's a long time. Before, before you had the experience that you had, we did it the safest way you could possibly do, which is on Key Biscayne. Right? So we actually had a boat. We had that, that glider behind the boat, right? and we pulled you up with the same way you see the, the, uh, the, the um, parasailing. The parasailing. Right, the same way you see the parasailing, except we took people up to 1,200 and 1,500 feet in the bay, right? And you came back down and you landed on the bay on, on, on pontoons. Great, great, great experience. Problem is, gas became more expensive. 
right? So we, we saw that, so we had to get ahead of the curve. And we're gonna talk about the getting ahead of the curve in a second here, right? We got ahead of the curve and we said, you know what, let's buy some land. So we bought 100 acres up in the area that you, that you saw. And we, uh, at the time, they had these ultralight airplanes that they were using, Moyes out of, out of uh, uh, Australia. Right, Bill Moyes created this glider with Bill, ba uh, uh, Bill Bailey, which is out of uh, uh, here, Florida. Mm -hmm. They created this, this airplane that allows you to fly very slow and come down very fast, right? So it made sense to us. And it, it was a two-stroke engine. I mean, it didn't waste any gas, yeah, yes. you know, at all. So, um, so it, became a, it became a different business plan for us, right? And that became very popular for us when we first uh, moved there, I guess now um, 17 years ago, 18 years ago. Wow. And uh, uh, about halfway through that, about eight years into it, um, we had to figure out a different way of making a profit because, uh, again, things became, became more expensive. So we had to go from the experience to the popcorn, right? And again, Got we'll it. talk you never, about that You second. never make, the, the movie theater doesn't make the money off the tickets, they make the money off the concessions. Exactly, so we had to change it, we had to change our, our, our scenario like that. We had to price it to really bring in a lot of different people because we wanted to, we wanted to extend the experience to a lot. It was a great experience, yeah, man. Come on, flying is, is really yeah. amazing. So uh, we wanted to give it to everybody. So then we started, you know, we became partners with, with, uh, with Living Social and Groupon back when no, nobody was doing that yeah. yet, you know? And, uh, you know, we're like this, this major VIP with them now and stuff like that, you know? Uh, we've, done, uh, we've done 40, I wanna say 40,000, 50,000 flights since, since uh, 2011. Wow. Right, so that's a, lot, that's a lot of flights, right? I've done personally 10,000 myself. You know, so I'm, I'm a little tired of that, right? So, uh, so, so what do you call a professional hang glider? So, uh, what do you mean? Well, I guess that's what you call it, right? You're, yeah. you're a professional hang glider. I am glider. an advanced professional hang glider, absolutely. absolutely. Amazing, and so, so for our audience, and, and we'll continue on, but if they want to actually experience hang gliding here in Florida, where do they go? How do they do that? The Florida Ridge. You wanna to go to the Florida Ridge, uh, you can, if you Google that, you'll, it'll pop right up. Uh, you, you it's also Florida, Fly Park? It's just the Florida Ridge. We made it. I made it, simplified it, right? So the Florida so Ridge, the and they're Florida in Cluiston, Florida. If you guys Absolutely. ever want to check that out. Yeah. Or if you put it hang gliding Florida, you're going to get a couple of different schools, but ours is the largest one. You can't miss it. Yeah, and yes. it's the best, by the way. So, um, so let's 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 talk. Let's let's trans transition over to um, being an author. Yeah. You um, you've authored a few books. You're also a podcast host. Share a little bit about that, if you don't mind. All right. So I. Um, in my in my in my training to be a better uh, a better instructor, better teacher, better mentor, I realized that uh, I needed to have a uh, level of authenticity and also professionalism in in a particular genre, right, or industry. So what I did was um, I seeked out great mentors, and I took the best of what they had that fit in my heart, right threw away what it didn't fit out, and then I created a little book. And I said, you know what, all my team, anybody that wants to be successful on my team is just gonna follow these steps. They're gonna succeed. And sure enough, you know, wow. created a couple seven-figure earners, you know, so that's pretty good, you know. Um, and that was, the mean, that was the reason for that particular book. I also wanted to shut up my haters out there because, you know, I haven't always been on the right side of the law. You know, I grew up in Miami in the 80s, you know, things happen, yep. you know, so, uh, so you know, I, I uh, even though I, I cleaned up and, and did better with my life, you still have that in the back and people be like, oh, that guy's a, a felon or whatever. Well, you know, guess what? My book, I write, I talk about it. So, you know, if somebody says that to me, I'm like, Call so the what? elephant out in the room, right? Exactly. Get it out Exactly. There. So, yeah, so what? What else? And 
and I allow myself to, to be a voice for those individuals. So people that may have a story in the back of their head because of that, oh, I can't do better for myself because I had this happen to me. Yeah, have living in beliefs because of something that happened in their past, they can do something in the future. Exactly. And that's absolutely false. It's it's absolutely false. Um, And and the person who helped me get to that point was actually Anthony Robbins, you know, tall guy with the big teeth, right, big face. So Anthony Robbins, his first book, The Power Within, you know, he spoke about those things. And the main thing that he said to me, and I hope this, this, this impacts somebody out there, he said, if you want to learn to play the piano and you find out it takes you five years, do you sulk about it? Do you say, oh man, five years, uh, you know, whatever. Or do you start playing the piano? Because whether you learn to play it or not, five, five years, years is going to happen. Pass no matter what, absolutely. <laughs> you know? but at least five years from now, you'll be like, you know, doing whatever you want as opposed to now, or opposed to being there and saying, wow, I still wish I could play the piano, yeah. right? So that changed my entire life. That's amazing. Yeah, mentors, and, man. And the podcast, I mean, uh, two years ago, I was a guest on, right. your, on your podcast, and you're still doing that to today. The next season's coming yeah, out, next right? next season's coming out uh, in about a month, uh, about six weeks. Uh, the podcast was created because, again, I wanted to reach out to leaders in the industry uh, and show the regular person that was afraid of it or they thought that this is a, you know, this is a hoax or, or some kind of scam that there really are people making a lot of money in this industry. And it's not because they're selling books, you know, and it's not because they're selling programs. You know, that's not the reason. They, they have actionable items, and you guys are gonna get that as well out of this today. You know, you know, you're gonna end up with actionable items and you can actually go out and change your business today if you follow these steps, right? And that's what I wanted to get. I wanted to actually talk to people that were doing it. Robert Hollis, Ray Higdon, uh, um, you know, uh, you, okay? All these people that were on my show gave real, you know, actionable items to my to my my customers, and I got to rub shoulders with these people, right? Because no matter what you say, you really are or you really become, you know, the, the who you associate with. Yeah, your circle of influence. Simple as that. Just talking about that earlier today. Yeah. And so, so with that being said, you know, you, you're you're a father, you're a husband. You know, you you play multiple roles, wear multiple hats in businesses. You know, how do you balance those two worlds? I know that's something that's sometimes a challenge for people. Do you have any tips or advice yeah, in that absolutely. area? absolutely. That's, that's a great question, and I'll tell you why. Because people want to balance it, right? Why should you have to balance it, though, right? If you, if you have the openness with your children and your wife and your team, you sh- your business is really part of your life. Yep. Right. So there really shouldn't be a, a, a deviation point. Right. It should be that, you know, uh, if I'm doing a live and my kids are there, you know, they're a part of my life. But they understand that that's part of my business. Right. Uh, the wife would understand the same thing, too. Right. If she if she wants to be a part of it, it's great. She doesn't want to be a part of it. Great. But the point is, is that that's that's how you balance it is that you don't balance it. You make it part of your life. Right? So your business, if you really are passionate about it, if you really do care about it, it just should flow over into your life. So what you're saying is it's not really about balancing, but it's more about integrating. Compiling. Right. It needs to be integrated. Absolutely. I love that. You know, uh, your vacations become things that now become tax deductible, right? So you take more vacations. You know how they say you got to balance your life and have fun? Well, yeah, I have fun, but I'm also working. I'm the same way. There's been so many days where... I actually work from the beach or from the pool. I actually did a Facebook yeah, Live the other day for that. And you know, people are like, you're always working. Yeah, but I get to choose where and when I work. And that is one of the best things about being an entrepreneur. Yeah, yeah. Also, one more thing. <coughs> if you're working for somebody, you may work 40 hours a week, right? 
As an entrepreneur, I promise you, you will work 80, 90, 100, 120 hours a week. That's the one guarantee that you will definitely have. Well, it's funny you say that because uh, Bill Walsh, which you, you know him as well, always says entrepreneurs are the only crazy ones that will uh, work 100 hours a week to avoid working 40 for someone else. It's ridiculous, yeah. But it's under, it's the way we want it. It's the way you want it's it. It's the I way we want it. it. I love it. So, um, a couple tips. What are some tips for success to our audience? What's something that you can share? People out there who are entrepreneurs, they're business owners, maybe they're not uh, reaching the level of success that they desired. What are some good knowledge bombs that you can drop on them well, right now? N- number one is education. So number one is, is without hands down, Education. You have to educate yourself in whatever you're going to do. You know, you, you go, you become a doctor, and, and the moment you become a doctor, you can't go practice. You got to do a residency. Correct. Right. And after you go to the resi- residency, you know, you graduate from the residency, you really have an inside voice that tells you, man, I really don't know shit. Right. But you do. You know more than the guy who just graduated. Right. And yep. hasn't done the residency yet. So then you go work, and that's why they call it a practice because you're you're practicing medicine. Right. And so you get out there, you start practicing your medicine. Same thing, the lawyer does the same thing too, right? He goes to work at a practice, right? So they, you go do the, the OJT, the on-job training. Same thing with mechanics. Same, guess what? In business, it's the exact same thing. So you've gotta get the education, you gotta to continue to grow you know, from that perspective. So that's tip number one, all right? Tip number two is you have to really understand that this is a commitment, right? You're not always going to be motivated. So therefore, you have to be disciplined. Now, make sure you may not understand the difference, okay? Motivation means that, wow, you know, uh, you you may have a why that makes you cry, right? You know, oh, my kid is, you know, missing a leg, my wife is, you know, ill, you know, my mom's got cancer, you know, and you tell somebody that story, and it makes them cry. I'm not laughing at that. I'm saying that that's important, okay? What I'm saying is that you need, that, that pushes you, right? You need something that pulls you, hmm. right? Because after a while, you get tired of being pushed, right? Yeah. So you need something that pulls you. And the pull comes from a vision. And a vision is a little bit different because a vision is attached to an emotion. So if I asked you, Ray, you know, um, why do you have such a nice car, right? You're asking me? Yeah, so why do you have such a nice car? Because number one, I love speed. I love the way it looks. And it's an amazing representation of who I am and, and what I want to put out in the world. Absolutely. So that's what he tells people. The reality of the matter is that there's a feeling, an emotion attached to that, right? How does going fast make you feel? Ooh, gets me excited. <laughs> See the smile? It's different. It's a, it's a different situation, right? So, so how it makes you feel when you're in the, in the car, yeah, you, the speed makes it good, but now you're in the car and, and people see you and they think you're excited. How does it make you feel to, to make other people think that you're a success? Amazing. Right? Absolutely. Yeah, the feeling, there's, your there's mom, nothing like that. When your yeah. mom looks at you and says, wow, my son is so successful, how does it make you feel knowing that your mom thinks that of you? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, right? it's the best. So, so understand that that's different than a why. That, attaching an emotion to that is a vision, right? And that pulls you, right? That's what really pulls you out of bed every day to, to, to get to the gym or to, to get to the office or to get, you know, do the things that you have to do for your home-based business. That's what you need to have. You need to have more vision. You know, how will your kids feel about you when they see you uh, successful? How do, you, how, how do your kids feel about you when you can buy uh, things, you know, when they ask you for it? Not because you want to spoil them, but because you don't have to say, no, we can't get that right now. Yeah. You know, how does that make you feel? Those things are things that you need, really need to focus on the most, all right? And finally, the biggest tip that I tell you is don't look for other people's validation or approval in anything that you do, all right? You know, I always hashtag be unmesswithable. You know, 
you, you need to be unmesh with if you're going to be an, an entrepreneur, right? Because people are going to be like, oh, that's a scam. Or, you know, that business is overdone. Well, you know what? I'm sure they, they talk trash about, uh, about Napster. Remember Napster, right? Or they talk trash about Facebook. Or they talk trash about uh, a lot of different businesses today that are successful. Yep. You know? I know a gentleman who has uh, uh, an incredible business on how to buy exotic cars. Right, so when he went to his, when he went, and he, he's always owned an exotic car. So he went to a dealership and said, "Hey, do you think this might be beneficial in this industry?" And they laughed at him and said, "No, nobody's going to do that." He's got thousands of people that uh, are. I'm interested. Are, yeah. get introduced yeah, me later. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, so he's got thousands of people in the exotic car hacks. Right, that's what it's called. And the reason being is because he didn't, he didn't need somebody's approval. He didn't need somebody's validation. That's what he wanted to do, and he went out and he did that's it. Great. Okay, uh, if you have. You might be thinking to yourself, well, you know what, you don't know. You, you, it's easy for you, Sock, because you don't have a spouse that, 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 that is constantly on you about how this is horrible, right? Well, you know what? Have the conversation with your spouse. Have the conversation and say, look, listen, I need, you to, I need you to do two things for me. Either I need you to support me and what I'm doing, or I need you to shut the heck up. Yeah, yeah. And Leave me alone. Me be. Okay? Leave me alone. Either way, it's fine with me. You know, what's not fine is the negativity, all right? Yep. So detox your life from those people, all right? If it means your parents, if it means your spouse, you got to do what you want to do if you want to be successful, yeah. right? As simple as that. Those Amazing. are the three tips. And, and let me add one more to that that, that that just coincides. Focus on who you spend your time with. Absolutely. Because it's really about your circle of influence. It's really about the people that are able to pull you up, that are more successful than you are, so that you're always striving to reach that next level. Yeah, you should do, never be the smartest person in the room. Never be the smartest person in the room. If you're the smartest person in the room, you need, to, you need new friends. Absolutely, I love that, friends. it's amazing. So Sock, if, if people want to get in contact with you, if they want to learn more about your, your programs, your coaching, your consulting, work with you on some of your teams, how do they do that? SocratesZayas.com, so it's my first name, my last name, .com. Um, you know, if you drop a 15 at the end, so slash 15, you get to talk to me for free for 15 minutes. Okay, yeah. very cool, man. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. I really appreciate it. Absolutely, man. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Thank you for joining us on today's Premier Experts. I'm Ray Perez, reminding you to never leave for tomorrow what you can do today and always stay true to your brand. If you or anyone you know is an expert in a particular niche or industry, we would love to have a conversation about potentially being on the show. Just visit todayspremierexperts.com, click on Be a Guest, and fill out the form. Thank you for listening to the Today's Premier Experts podcast, hosted by Ray Perez, produced by Julian Camacho, and junior producers David Velasquez and Diego Leon, presented by AMP Productions. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.